You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. You're listening to Two Chunks in a Hunk, a movie podcast where we give pumps and dumps. Welcome to Two Chunks 101. I am your Hunkfesser, Hunkfesser Wonders. And I'm here to teach you all about Chunk the Dude. I'm Doge, and I got some hunk I gotta do. <laughs> <laughs> he did the. And hand. I'm Carter, and I'm a teacher. All I need is chunks for molding. <laughs> That's very good. That's very good. Before we get started today, I would like to begin by taking attendance. Yes. Yes. <clears throat> Doge. A present. Carter. Here. That's everybody. We did it. <laughs> good job. I'm glad you're all here today. I noticed that I and Doge said something special. We both. Oh, you both are hunky. What, what's that about? I don't know what <clears throat> I don't know if we can even do that. We are bringing today classes about rules, dude, and I feel like we're breaking them. A submission it's a special first I'm day. That, of class, I'm just that though. kind of teacher, man. I sit on the desk, you know what I mean? Yeah. I sit on That's the desk. Cool. I don't eat apples. I eat Taco Bell. Mr. Okay. Mr. W is not like other teachers at this school. Cuz most teachers only eat apples. Yes. Yeah. Exactly. Most so teachers drive, are you're like, "Hey, yeah, can I get him?" An apple? Can I get an apple, please? Which number on this here menu has the most apples? <laughs> yeah, I drink I drink cold brew. You know what I mean? Yeah. I, I, I you got one of those one of those cool tweed jackets with elbow patches. I reference stranger yeah. things and you can tell I mean it. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm yeah, yeah, that yeah, yeah, kind yeah. of guy. Yeah. Ooh, cool. That was a hold up. That was a that was a real reference just now. <laughs> cool. And I meant what it. What a cool teacher. <laughs> And because I do all those things, I'm fine with a little bit of rule breaking. And so I want to submit Doge and I for the first ever joint hunk today. Yes. Because we managed 
First ever episode of what we accidentally sometimes call the show, Two Hunks and a Junk. Doge and I pulled off the great escape. Tell me things. Last night. Did you, did you find a way to get out of this Rascal Flats? No. <laughs> Concert. I did, I did watch Rascal Flats bomb via video yesterday, <laughs> but that's not what Irrelevant. we're talking about. No, we were at Fiddler on the Roof, Dallas Summer Musicals, last yeah. night together. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Our wives were there, too. It wasn't just like a... Like a two-thirds of the company retreat. I am offended I get that it. you felt like you I just had have a to different defend night that. Than you. Yeah. I just have a different yeah. night than you. That's fine. And uh, Intermish came along. Mm-hmm. And Doge and I both had to use the restroom. As one does. Sure. And upon entering the restroom, <laughs> in the entryway hallway, we heard unholy noises. Just loud. From... Ooh, yeah, we're from, not even in. We're not even bathroom. in the restroom yet, and it's it's crowded. Like doors open. It's like it's a full room. It's a full is room. it a cacophony? It's it is. Or is it a single? It's one person. It's one person, but they oh. are playing a symphony. And it, I'm telling you, I've never bum, experienced bum, bum, this bum, in my bum. whole life. Really? There were there were two distinct. Blast. There were two acts. <laughs> it had its own intermission. There was a prelude <laughs> of movements. a deep breath. <laughs> there was two and a wipe of the brow. And it was the first one we walked in, and Doge and I both like caught ourselves a little like, <laughs> but we, we were good. Yeah. But the second one, we were already in the room for. For all you music people, we went from a mezzo forte. And then there was a break. And then there was a fortissimo. It, it, was, <laughs> it was like triple the volume and the longest. Um, Are you? I mean, I'm hoping this leads to you giving me an impersonation of the noise, each of you. I mean, it was literally, I'm, I'm not kidding. It was literally just like. <laughs> it was unbelievable. That was horrible audio, <laughs> I'm certain. And but I could, I could have, I could have <laughs> done it. We both could have individually been fine. I could have done it, but I looked at my friend Jordan. And I looked at my friend Doge. And we looked for strength in one another. And we found only weakness. We ran out of the room crying, laughing. Really? There was there 100%. was no conversation. There was no like, should we, should we get out of here? It was we looked and we both knew we are breaking. We're just like, nope, and turned around and left and collapsed on a bench. Like I I convulsing. I have not cried laughed that hard in many years but like oh, couldn't, no. couldn't was breathe. it the setting like it's it's also i think so it's a little fancy it, it would be inappropriate to right yeah. yeah we don't know the guy it fit there were a ton of older people at fiddler so i'm sure it was somebody who has had I mean, fiddler years sounds years. like an old man's nickname sure yeah. absolutely yeah old fiddler willis <laughs> Back at the coffee shop. And, and so our bl- victory, I would say. a couple of real loud tevias <laughs> on that. Didn't pick up dip until 70, but. <laughs> I would call our victory not? here that we didn't embarrass an old man. We didn't laugh. Just ourselves. We didn't laugh in the bathroom. Well, not out loud. Not out loud. <laughs> man. Now, he probably didn't have to flush. Like that did the flush yeah, motion I think for so. him. <laughs> I think he plunged it on the way in. Wow. Yeah. Well, that's pretty hunky, I'll say. Is pretty unbelievable. That's so funny. Why is that? Why is that so funny? I hope I to never grow to a point in my life where farts aren't funny. I mean, I'm cool with that too. I don't know why it is. 
it did feel real immature having to walk out oh, of the bathroom. So because everyone else in it, like it, it was like standing room only in this bathroom. People are standing around the wall just waiting for a spot to open up. See, what and everyone they, else was fine. They were fine. They watched us walk in, hear one sound and go, and hear two sounds and go, and walk out. I like to, in my mind though, just imagining like the retelling of it. Y'all are shoulder to shoulder the whole time. Pretty much. Pretty much. <laughs> Every, no one, everyone else is just reacting to like the two of you using the same urinal. They're like, "What? What are they doing?" You just like look at each other. Hmm, let's go back out. Oh, that's funny. It was yeah, it was rough. I'm so, sad I wasn't there. That's our evening. <laughs> and Carter, before we get into this series, you've got a little bit of experience in the realm of teaching. Yeah, I'm a professor. It's true. I'm wearing a. Very Jehovah's Witness outfit today. Yeah, you are. Fancy, um, crisp, short white sleeves. Short white sleeves. It's sort of Dwight meets Mormonism type mm. vibe. Dwight mm-hmm. meets Jehovah. That's it. I think. That's <laughs> excellent. Um, yeah, I'm uh, sitting in on a commencement today. Mm. So I'll be up on the stage in my regalia. Mm. And so it was needed to wear some dark slacks. And uh, it's the summer. Honestly, I think with professional dress, I'm probably supposed to be wearing long sleeves. But when you put a coat on, who yeah. knows the difference? You've got all your sort of I could have a completely cut off. I could have no sleeves. And they mm. wouldn't know. That'd be pretty I punk. wish that you did have no sleeves. I know. And a red and black checkered tie and spiked blonde hair and some goggles. Throw you some drumsticks. What am I talking about, guys? Guy Fieri. <laughs> cool. <laughs> <laughs> I realized as I was saying Fieri, it's like, no, 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 that's the drummer. If I said a fiery bowling shirt, yep, then yes. I don't know. I think he might have worn exactly what you said. It's very possible. But I'm talking about something else. I'm talking about this movie. Yep. The first movie in our Back to School series. Yes. And one that I am so excited to talk about. That movie, of course, is School, School of, of Rock. Rock. That's my Rock. Yeah, there it is. Guys. I can't believe, A, that it took us this long to talk about Jack Black. Y'all, he should have been at my campfire. Was he at anybody's campfire? No, that's what a big a miss. What a foolish mistake. I, big miss. I forget about Jack. Why? I Why don't do we know. forget about Jack? I don't know. He's brilliant. Here, Actually, I have a theory. Jack, at his best, is amazing. There is no middle Jack. Yeah. <laughs> I think Jack, I think... I think this is Jack at his best. I agree. I think, I think, of Rock I think is. this is peak Jack Black. Nacho is excellent. Nacho's Nacho excellent. Libre is phenomenal. Y'all know how I feel about that one. It's but true. that is Jack Black playing a character. This feels that the reason I'm saying this is Jack Black at his best, this feels like peak Jack Black. Like he's kind of playing Jack Black. 100%. Yeah, I think he absolutely is. He is the he was cast by Mike White, who's right. our director. And who is Ned? Who is Ned? Schneebly. No, the director is Robert Zemeckis. Zemeckis. The writer? So is the Mike White the writer? Is, is Mike White. Yeah. You know they were apartment neighbors. No, I did not. And he said Jack Black would be blasting rock and roll music from his apartment and running up and down the halls naked. I believe it. I do Hang buy on. that. Pause everything. Do you say naked or naked? It goes back and forth. Okay. Naked felt fun right now. Yesterday, <laughs> yesterday you also said naked about Clay with his tight pants. It's true. Whoa, am I a 100% naked? Are you a 100% <laughs> naked boy? <laughs> Carter, That's a big deal. breaking news. Carter is a naked boy. I'm a naked boy. That's true. Wow. Let us know if you say naked. 
Yeah, let us let us know if you say where you stand on this whole naked How naked. How fun debate. is it though? Don't you want to also naturally say naked? Nope, nope. Why? Because <laughs> there's no e in that one. Okay, there's the back part. Well, I only say the most <laughs> proper pronunciation. <laughs> caramel. Ooh, that's a tough I one do, too. I, I do say caramel. You I do? think I say caramel. Hey, I'm caramel boy. Naked nobody's, caramel. Nobody's <laughs> asked me for anything yet. And Dude, it feels like oh, we're way sorry. far in the episode. Well, we're well, just, we're just about acting Jack. up. We're just the class before the bell rang. We're just being silly. Okay, fine, Mom. <laughs> you look so sad. <laughs> hey, Dosh. Yes. Can you do me a favor? Yes. You got something for me to say? Dude, right? yes. Something with a little bit of flavor? Yes. Ooh. All right. Well, won't you be my neighbor? Yep. Do it. Naked. Synopsis. This is our second confirmed international guest synopsis from Rio de Janeiro, Brazil. Brazil. Claudio Carvalho writes, After being fired from his own rock band, guitar player Dewey Finn needs to raise some money to pay for his rent and his bills. When his best friend and school teacher Ned Schneebly is called to a temporary work in an expensive private school, Dewey pretends to be Ned and accepts the job. He finds talented young musicians in his class, and he decides to form a rock band with the students. However, he must do this in secret so that the school's principal and the students' parents know nothing about his plan. Once Dewey wins a competition called Battle of the Bands, he can raise the $10,000 prize money and be recognized in the rock music business. It's definitely 20000 20, Yeah. Other than that, that's not funny at all. It was a great synopsis, it's a great synopsis of this synopsis. movie. <laughs> Good job. It doesn't have to be funny. Yeah, this synopsis makes me think we went from the rock to rock and roll. That's pretty fun, oh, isn't it? Oh, nice. Mm. Who's the role? Because we have to bookend that. with. Oh, it's got to be Jack. I mean, it's Jack. Yeah. Jack Black and Chunky Boy. Hang this- on. Okay, 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 okay. Touring stage show. Dwayne The Rock Johnson, Jack Black. The Rock and Rolls. And Jack Black is wearing a like Under Armour and playing guitar, and The Rock is lifting heavy things while that's happening. Okay, that's fine. I'll be there. The Rock and the Rolls. I dig it. Yep, it's great. I'm in. This movie starts as most so do. good. Yeah. This like bar show. This opening sequence is so good. It's I, so fun, dude. I will eternally have the high harmony that Jack Black sings. Uh, uh, so maybe we should cover this off bat real quick. The three of us mm. all at least share a little bit of musical talent. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And some affinity for music and some knowledge of music. Yes. So this movie is so fun. I'll speak just for myself, but I feel like you guys will agree. This movie is so fun because it combines like musical stereotypes and jokes that are funny with just regular humor. And yeah. it's so perfect. Yes. For instance, I, I don't know if it was intentionally a joke. But what I was going to say, Jack Black's harmony on the first song in this movie, when he's just like, yeah, yes. it's so atonal and gross oh, yes. and just screamy that it's I feel so like perfect. it's a joke. Yeah. He, yeah. He is just let loose, man. It is amazing. I could, yeah. Well, I, I'm, I'm jumping straight to the end really quick, but like, I watched, when's the last time you watched all the credits? I know. Yeah. Like, of him just, just shooting doing, the breeze with these it. kiddos. Yeah. He is so funny and so creative and so talented. Seriously. Yeah. He and and I I hate to say this in a movie full of so many like talented young kids and sure. so many like other great side characters. Jack Black is this movie. Well, yeah. 100%. Uh, you cannot This is possibly, Jack Black the movie. Right. You could not possibly have anyone else cast right. Right. No. It, it this movie 
fails to exist. And that is why the show, School of Rock. Which I didn't know existed until yesterday. Bomb. But apparently the stage show is great. I've seen it. Really? Mm-hmm. And, and it is great. It, it's very good. It works. I love it. Uh-huh. Okay. But it's still weird to not have Jack Black. Sure. Yeah. It's still weird to have Is there somebody, somebody play being that role. a Dewey Finn in that show? Oh, yeah. Okay. It, it, it is. You're talking about like the Broadway right, yeah. musical. It is the movie. Okay. And they've added Just more some songs stuff because it's like two and a half hours long. So yeah. it's the movie. Yeah. Um, there's a really awesome Horace Green song that's really funny. But what's really cool too is it's all these kids playing live. They do have talented that's, music that's playing cool. kids. That's really cool. A- actually, we should talk about that too. Same in this movie. Yeah. All, all of these They're kids are playing. They're all playing those instruments. Right. Yeah. And so is Jack Black. And you can tell most with um, Zach. Is he the one playing guitar? Yeah. No. Yeah. Zach, Zach Attack. Attack. Yeah. yeah. When he's playing like the classical and just picking away. That, I can't, my mind can't wrap around child prodigy like things. I know. It makes me sad. Well, it makes it, me happy for them. But it I'm excuses like, what is some what of the I flat do? acting from these kids because it's sure, clear yeah. they were chosen I mean, for their musical talent. And they're kids. Like, oh, no, 100%. Yeah. I completely agree with you. And some of them are genuinely so funny. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So it works out. Yeah. Dewey uh, stage dives to no avail. Part of me thinks Jack Black does his own stunts. Yeah. You think he dove straight on the floor like that? He's like, no, dude, it's cool. I'll just jump straight on that. Like, part of me is like, I feel like he was down. Yeah. I think I I get that vibe from him. I love how how nicely, like, like this is a a silly, jokey movie, but it like structured really, really, really well. Yeah, yeah. like the way that this opening <laughs> scene this completely do? mirrors the ending scene. Um, I've yeah. watched a couple. Oh, things. Yeah, yeah. He, so he did Bernie, and I'm fairly certain Boyhood. This is the same guy who did Boyhood. I'm fairly he was, certain he was one of the. I think he was one of the, the executive team on Boyhood. I don't know if he was the only guy. Yeah, I don't know. So it's like okay. I'm going to do this, and then in 10 years, I'm going to release this other movie. I've yeah, been for real. For 10 years. Right. <laughs> yeah. But um, that's a great point, Doge. It is, I mean, our opening scene is our ending scene. Yeah. Except this, with redemptive. This this is structured so much better than it has any reason to be. Right. Like, I, and I think that's what what has made it have staying power. Because this is sure, like 2003. Mm-hmm. Like, what? name another comedy from 2003. That holds up like That this? holds up the way this does. I know. Does. Yeah. I know. And, and, and I think it's... Because the humor is not at anyone's expense, so we haven't had an opportunity to outgrow the humor. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, and technically, too, I mean, being at a private school, the private school vibe has not changed for millions of years. <laughs> right. <laughs> like, they're, like, that could be a uniform school in Dallas. That could be Jesuit. Yeah. Right. No, that's true. Yeah. So, so nothing's really out of style yet. Right. Nothing. And it's the tough fact to that, date things. And, and it's he, classic rock, which is still a big deal. That's what I was going to say. Yeah. So the, the whole point of the movie, it's not like he's like, yeah, we're going to be the next Britney. You know, it's, they're going back. Backwards, yeah. And um, yeah, I think you're right. I think that aids the timelessness of this movie. But um, I, so Dewey wakes up at home. Lives with Ned and do we ever get a name for Sarah Silverman's character? Patty. Is it Patty? Uh-huh. Okay. I forgot she was in this. I did too. Yeah, she's great for this role. She is great for this role. Like I'm, I'm typically, see, maybe this is spicy. Maybe this is Betty White levels of spice. No, it's not. Nothing Typ- will be that level. Typically of spice. don't care for Sarah Silverman. That's okay. I think she's great in this. I think she's she does meant, good she's in cool meant stuff. to be annoying. Yeah. And there's gonna be a it's like Roseanne. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I like her. Um, Very much in but, this. But uh, fun thing. So Ned Schneebly, yep. Mike White, the yep. writer, uh, he is a crossover to maybe Chelsea and I's favorite reality TV show. But Mike White was on the most recent ep- uh, season of Survivor. Really? Oh. And he almost won. As a contestant? As a contestant. What? 
It was a blast. If I was to ever get anyone started on a season, I would say go watch the most recent one. Really? And especially I would I'm going to I'm just going to go ahead and recommend it to the chunkies. Like if you haven't watched Survivor, like watch School of Rock and then go watch Ned. See Ned Schneebly. <laughs> the and official then see Schneebly. <laughs> Out in the wilderness and That's surviving on, on an island. But he does so well, and he is such a breath of fresh air, and he is so funny on the show. He's just naturally deadpan, funny, clever. But he does really, really well. Interesting. See, I feel like writers, I don't know. I feel like he is, he is like almost exactly Toby from The Office. Very similar. In yeah. terms of like a very talented, very hilarious writer who plays just this lame Flat. character. Yeah. 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 No, I, I think I agree with you. And he's very funny in this, though. Yeah. yeah. Because of how lame he is. Right. Yeah. But oh, and the, even the, when you talk about the editing, even the cutscene from him being flat on the floor at the bar to the same. Oh, yeah. yeah that was really cool. Yeah, that was he's a great. Just, yeah. Sleeping. On his air mattress. Yeah. So I want to I talk about him getting kicked out of his band because this is the sort of inciting incident <laughs> of our whole. Movie. Which they weren't bad. I actually liked that song. Yeah, people yeah. were like, "Oh, these stink! Get them off!" But I guess it was Jack Black that they didn't like. Yeah, because he was going crazy, right? But he walks into practice and he's been replaced by Spider, who is oh, this yes. long-haired dude. And the is it the bassist that is like, "I, I tried to tell you, dude, but you were passed out." Like that's yeah. so good. But <laughs> I want to specifically talk about the high kick to the symbol on the way out I, the door. I was watching this. I was like, I know we're going to spend some time on this moment because <laughs> it's so good. It is like weirdly iconic to me. <laughs> Callie hadn't watched this movie in forever and she said she's only seen it like maybe twice. Oh, man. And so I'm like quoting along and she's just laughing. But I said, watch. Watch how high this man's foot goes. <laughs> it's so funny, And he like, he like line dance. Yeah. Yeah. Kicks high. Real high. Yeah. And all I can think of is his cameo in Community where he calls himself, he's like, you guys need a chubby agile guy. You sounded exactly like Jack Black when you yeah, did really? that. That was a good Jack oh, okay, Black. Okay, there we go. I like that. That's exciting. I yeah, like that. Good job. But that's what he is. He's this. So here's what, what I kept thinking. Chris Farley. He is what Kevin James thinks he is. <gasps> Take that, Kevin James. Gotcha. Dang. But like, Jack Black is a physical comedy, like, chubby guy who does not resort to slapstick fat jokes to be funny. Yeah. You're exactly right. Yeah. I thought this multiple times through this movie. Yeah, and even things like the kick to the the symbol. Wait, what did y'all call it? It's a symbol. Yeah, high kick. Yeah, Yeah, high kick. Um... Any of that kind of stuff and any of the time that he's just, like, making up nicknames for the kids, it was just... So you could tell it was written for him. Jack right? Black came up with all of those nicknames for yep. those kids. I, believe, I feel like, I feel like spot. there were so many spots in the script where it had to just, in brackets, say, Jack Black does some Jack Black stuff I think, for the I, rest I think of you're the scene. Absolutely like, yeah, right. when the it's drummer so is good. in the van... With the shady band members. <laughs> yeah. And he holds his hand right there. Gets it closer and closer and closer yep. to the face. And then just like, <laughs> don't make me it's come so back. So good. Here. Just the- so himself. He was not, Jack Black came in and was not trying to be anybody. Yeah. But Jack Black. And it worked. I just love it. It's hard to put a finger on it. No, I completely agree. So, because it's moving so fast. We end up, Dewey picks up the phone and it's a call for Ned to come temp. <laughs> Substitute teach at uh, Horace Green Elementary School, which is a this private is school. Ned yeah. Like such a bad. <laughs> Hi, this is Ned Schneebly. 
But he goes. Yeah. He shows up. He shaves his beard. He puts on a scarf and he shows up. He's like, what did, yeah, it's like he took a page out of Harry Potter to, yeah. get, to go to a school. So and he, when he writes his name on the chalkboard, he spells it with three E's. That's not important. E. So every time. Yeah. I think this is a great opportunity to talk a little bit about Joan Cusack just to introduce her to this. She's so good. She is a cartoon. She is. And do you know what I always think of when I see her? Ice Princess. She's the mom and Ice Princess. I wasn't expecting you to jump on board with me. I don't know what that is. It's just what I think of when I see Joan Cusack. Is that like a knockoff version of Frozen? No, it's just a bad Disney movie about a girl who wants to figure skate and her mom's like, don't have dreams. And Joan Cusack is the mom. I just only think of Jesse. I was about to say, Jesse. Toy Story. The Yodel and Cowgirl. Um, But she is fantastic. She has one of the funniest scenes in the whole movie when she's she's starting to like implode in the van. Oh, yes. yes. And mouths the expletive. (laughs) She's like, I'm a. She's like, no. Like, they had to have so much fun. And when she comes in to tell the parents that their kids are missing, and she goes, I'm here to tell you that all of your children are missing. So. She's hilarious. And it was, it was a, she was almost my super pump, honestly, because it is hard to like, who would have thought that in the peak Jack Black movie, there's, there was even an inkling that I would think maybe he's not my favorite character. Yeah. No, that's fair. How on earth does she match Jack Black? Right. I think it's because she goes for a similar level of like absurdism, but in the opposite direction. Yeah. So Jack Black is, is, Chaotic neutral, yeah. if you will. <laughs> and she is, she is like, Jack Black, want to know how I got these guitars? <laughs> right. <laughs> she is, she is lawful good. And yeah. it's just, they, when worlds collide, I mean. That's so good. Man. I would call him chaotic good. I changed my mind. He's not neutral. He's good. <laughs> but he shows up to class and uh, he has... One of the best intros to these students, like starting to get to know them and all these different things. With this, this you're not like going to get in trouble. I don't even think he had a script. It felt like he just walked in. I don't think like, so. Like, how did he not? And how did these kids? Like, he's not just. He is generationally funny. That's what I was. So, how say. did these kids hold it together? Because your boy would have been rolling. I think that's why we get so many shots of the backs of their heads while he's doing things funny in the front of the class. Probably. But I wanted to give props to these kids. Not only are they, like, their chemistry with him is so great, and it's clear, especially after you get past the beginning, it's clear that the students admire Ned because I think the kids admire Jack. I think the kids love Jack Black. And so, like, that is there, and, like, that relationship is so fun. But these kids, they're holding their own, they're funny, but they're... I'm amazed just by their ability not to break character when he is just crushing it. Oh, yeah. We'll get to a specific scene in a little bit, but yeah. before that, the Merits and Gold Stars ripping up of that, hilarious. You know what? Miranda Cosgrove, as a kid, is just showing some real talent here. Oh yeah, like what she's else so did good. she do outside? She was the voice of Margot in Despicable Me. I mean, she was Megan and Drake and Josh. Oh, she's a Disney she girl. was Carly for iCarly. No, Nickelodeon. Nickelodeon. She's Nickelodeon. Carly for iCarly. That's right. That's uh, right. That's and she's right. been in some other things since. Yeah. But like, she was good. You could tell. I mean, she got the most lines of the kids she, because. Did you guys read that the thing that she took a 45 minute long yeah, bad singing, singing lesson? lesson? Yeah. That's crazy. She's when so you, good at when this. When you have to learn to not be talented. Right. That's so funny. That's cool. I do love her. <laughs> 
Mary. Like it's oh. so. Mary's all alone in the moonlight. Yeah, so funny. So the second day of school is yep. the important day. Yep. Because that's the day that Jack, I mean, Ned, I mean, Dewey, <laughs> that's the day that he realizes that they have music classes here at this school. And the eyebrows, dude. Like, yeah, he's like, wave. It's, I, I kept trying to, I'd never had enough time because I was just, I would get back into loving the movie, but I was like, anywhere else, this would be, I would feel different about things like this. It would yeah. feel Disney Channel original movie here. Yeah. I was like, yeah. dude, oh my God, how freaking corny are you right but it's now? Jack Black. The eyebrows just going back and forth. Yeah. How does it work? Well, uh, like, and what's crazy to me is like, everybody knew it worked. Yeah. Like you have a production team that's trying to make money. This is their business. You want to make and a they're like, movie. no, 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 keep it. That's fine. How often do you think it's they crazy. said, no, keep it? That's great, man. Next scene. Like, for real. Gosh, dude. So funny. For real. We and see so, Lawrence too, yeah? Lawrence is our keyboardist. Oh, yeah. I, lo- okay. I love him. That's my favorite bit of trivia. What? About Lawrence. What about so him? the actor, and when you look at his credits, this is all this boy ever did was School of Rock. But he went to the director and said, hey, I don't want to be in this movie. I don't think I need to. I, I don't think there's probably better people to be in this movie than me. Like he was just like, Oh overtaken gosh. by anxiety. And the director was like, very thoughtfully like, that's why you're here. Yeah. <laughs> you're in character right now. And he's like, okay. So he's like legitimate. He's legitimately uncomfortable. Like anytime we see him and he's stiff, that is how terrified that kid actually is. Aww. So I, I want to give a huge, huge moment to when Lawrence approaches Dewey in the, the cafeteria. So much heart in this movie. There really is. It's my super pump. Yeah, dude, ain't heart, nothing wrong with my that. My super yeah. pump is how it's just sweet. It like, is like there's something about it. We talked last week about like the the heart of Fast and Furious is almost kind of pathetic, right? Where it's like, oh, like you guys really think you've made something amazing. This is like really, really sweet. Yeah, and yeah. I think you can see the real relationship between Jack Black and these kids translated on screen. Like, there's just so much about this that is so like non cheesy, heartwarming. Yeah, there's there's a lot of, I mean, this is PG thirteen, which feels weird because it's kids. Right, there's kids in it. There's yeah. a movie coming out called Bad Boys. Yeah. I think that's got three little kids. It's Seth Rogen produced, uh, and it's rated R. So sometimes in comedy, when we're using kids, we're just using them for it to be funny. Right, they're hardly ever a plot point to actually be cared for. Right, yeah, and that's what's so so fun and good about this. And Jack Black just seems so uniquely concerned for them. Yeah, I, I agree. And I, and I think it's cool that he, I don't know, this movie stays on theme really well. I think the fact that yeah. they use rock and roll to like empower these kids to be stronger and more confident than they were before. Mm-hmm. Like I love his conversation with with Lawrence where he's like, no, dude, are you kidding me? Like you have a gift. Yeah. You and should this is be your so super confident. Point. Yeah. Well, what specifically do you, I mean, I touched, it touched all of us, but like yeah. why, why does that, <laughs> why does that end up being a super pump for you? I think it's the conversation with with Lawrence and with Tamika. Oh the way he just gosh. like yeah. the way he just cares for these kids and the way that we see do that's the thing. Like like there's something about this. Like we talked earlier structurally how it hangs together. There's like a really abrupt heel turn where Dewey just starts caring for these kids all yeah. of a sudden. I mean, especially considering this unfolds over twenty one days. Yeah. Like right. that's how long he was a sub at this school. Well, I think so like isn't there's the a, idea that 
like once he decided that they were going to become a band, like that's just the kind of guy he is. Like I care about the band. Isn't that well, sort of the? I think that might be. He's yeah, also it, like, using them. I mean, it's it. Yeah, it, there is supposed oh, yeah. to be this tug from, yeah. from both sides, but it doesn't like. That's the thing. We don't really commit to the I'm just using you thing because he pretty immediately is like, no, I'm going to take care of these kids. Right. But it's just uh, that, I don't know. Yeah. Just the way that he interacts with these kids is just it's so, heartwarming. It's yeah, really heartwarming and dignifying to these kids. It is. Right. Like it's, it's, I value you for who you are and what you bring now, not what you're going to grow up to be. And maybe it's wishful thinking on my part, but does it feel to you guys like he, it's also Jack talking to the actors? Like, there's moments oh, I do 100%. specifically with like Tamika and with Lawrence, and I think even with Zach, like there's moments where it feels like it's Jack looking at these kids and being like, no, 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 like y- you need to understand who you are. I don't know. It, yeah, it matches people well, thinking. Incredibly Jack wholesome. Black is a father. Yeah. Okay. I don't know if he was at 2003, but um, I was just so happy to see that he's just Jack Black all the time. Of course he is. It's like saying, oh, you're. Justin Dozier all the time or Jordan Wonders right. all the time. It's like, well, cool. That's my, that's my me. That's my me. Right. But uh, Jack Black, and it's funny. I'm going to share a story. Quick aside. So I think of Jack Black every time food makes me have down downhill juice. Right. Okay. Sure. Yeah. Jack Black was on Jimmy Fallon. He was on a talk show. He was talking about parenting. He'd had his first kid. And the host, and I'm not, I'm not going to say Jimmy Fallon anymore in case I'm wrong, but the the talk show host is like, so, because it, it's not just School of Rock that it feels like Jack Black sings all the time. I mean, Encarnacion and Nacho Libre, and like they did a Tenacious D movie, yeah, right? Yeah. This is one of his quips. So they were like, do you sing to your baby? And he was like, absolutely. He's like, we make up songs for things that we have to do. Like when my, when my baby has diarrhea, there's a song for that. And of course it's set up, right? You've got... But right. yeah. every time, though, I'm feeling that way, I think of Jack Black, <laughs> and it comforts me, because here's the song. It's very simple. Yes. And he said his wife will join him and harmonize. Okay? It goes, little diarrhea, little diarrhea, little diarrhea, bom, bom, bom. Little diarrhea, little diarrhea, little diarrhea, bom, bom, bom. Like, as they're like... <laughs> They're cleaning the baby, right? That is so, so Jack Black. I just, it is so Jack Black. And I was just like, I just think of that. I'm like, okay. If, I think if Smile you, on my face. I think if, if you sang that to me and were like, hey, Doge, who wrote that? Jack Black would be my first right? and yeah, only I guess. I think I could have gotten there. Right? And he is like talented vocally. Yes. And yes. He, well, I, like we know he can play guitar. But like the scene he has with Zach, you talk about he has really good one-on-one moments with almost all these kids. Yes. But the scene where he's going through and just teaching Zach like classic rock riffs. Yeah. Is so fun. But he's like I I his energy is unmatched or it's hard to match. I I I always think of Chris Farley with him. Um yeah. but they're very different kinds, I think. So, speaking of his energy, he he forms the band. He yep. brings in the instruments, he forms the band, he gives everybody their roles and I love that. I love when he's like, "You, you're going to do this thing. You, you're going to do this thing. Give me one of these." Like yeah. all that stuff. It's so oh, good. Oh yeah. He's like, uh, when he's talking to Lawrence, he's like, "Oh, here. Mm-hmm. Do the C flat and or whatever." He's like, mm-hmm. "Give me an he's octave. Like, middle one? Mm-hmm. Nope, not the middle one." <laughs> right. like, "Okay, so he doesn't know that much about keys." Right. I feel like that I don't know. That that felt very real and ad yes. that he was just like, "I'm going to teach these kids to play something right now." Okay, go. Start rolling. I agree. Yeah. yeah. I, I completely yeah. agree. Um and it, I think that's probably why he chose the key of G is just it's a perfect go. Match. easy one, yeah. But it's so fun there at the beginning. But then we get I believe it's the following day where they confront him about his song. 
Yeah. I've been writing some stuff. It's going to be great. You guys are going to oh love it. Goodness and they say, well, let's hear it. The Tale of the Rent. Let's hear your song. And Jack Black sings The Tale of the Rent. It took everything in me for this not to be my super pump for this Dude, movie. Dude, it's so good. This scene, this is the Jack Black pinnacle. This, this moment. This is him. Yes. Yeah. And no, absolutely. I refuse to believe that any of this had been written down anywhere. <laughs> I'm trying to find I'm literally, I'm Googling that right now. It's just his descriptions of everything. They're like, okay, base, you're going to come in with a rim, bim, 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 bim. Like, I rim, bim, bim. Yeah. It's embarrassing to me to admit that I have the whole thing memorized from start to finish, That's but I, I genuinely do. That's not embarrassing. Because I watched it so many times. Mm-hmm. And so I can't pretend to talk about it in vague terms because I'm going to end up on the specifics. Yeah. But <laughs> it's just so fun. And I laugh basically from start to finish. The like slow pan out shot revealing all the kids are still just sitting in their seats staring at him <laughs> yeah. while he's doing this whole thing. He's, you know, chimes, Freddie. Yeah, yeah. It's just Jack Black. Yep. It's, and I think I this is an ex, a perfect example of a scene. I think this movie is less without this moment. Right. Yeah, absolutely. And I... I until something later, I was like, that's my super bump for sure. Nothing yeah. can top it. I mean, this was like the it. scene that like, if Jack Black ever reaches the point of like a massive honor or something, yeah. like a lifetime achievement award when they're going through the collage of like all the scenes, they're like a montage. <laughs> I agree with you completely, but right? it's so funny they're to gonna think show, that They're going to show this and when he gets his eagle powers finally in Nacho Libre <laughs> yes. and does the super long tackle. We're going to make our own cut. Fine. Fine then. Great. If you're going to force me. (laughs) So, yeah, this is a huge turning point in this movie, Mm -hmm. much like it's a turning point in this episode of our podcast because (gasps) we're going to – the bell just rang. It's time to go to lunch. And, of course, lunch, I mean – Hey, the bell does not dismiss you. We dismiss you. (laughs) And right now we're dismissing you to shout announcements. Welcome to shout announcements, the part of the show where we give shout outs and make announcements. Here we go. <laughs> I want to give a shout out to Tyler Station because it's where we at. Yeah. Right now. Thanks for letting us come mm-hmm, into the building mm-hmm, and do mm-hmm, stuff. Mm-hmm. Also want to give a shout out to Crumb and Kettle. Just ate some delicious tacos. Love them. Sipping some cold brew. Thank you. Lastly, I want to give a shout out to Podbean. We pay you money. We put stuff on you. Almost Pod- exclusively our podcast. Podbean. Podbean. It's dot com. Dot com. Dead. I legitimately miss that every time. It's okay. <laughs> All right. We've got a few assignments that you need to turn into us, your three cool professors. And the first is... <laughs> we do not accept late work. We do not accept late work. We do need to stress that. The first is we need your famous. Uh, we've decided that to celebrate our second birthday, we would like to talk with the... Which I can't stress how terrible we're going to be. Te- it's, our twos are going to be terrible. Twos. So we're going to be We're going to be growing so many teeth. It might surprise you. <laughs> we want to interview the most famous person that we as the Two Chunks community collectively know. So whether this is the person that grinds your store brand beans at Kroger or <laughs> the prince of the universe himself, the John, Stamos. John Stamos. Prince. <laughs> Uh, we want to talk with this person about movies. Uh, so send us in your famous person. You can DM us on social media. Do it. You can email us at twochunksandahunk at gmail.com. There too. And the other assignment, students, that you must not forget is we need reviews. Oh, we do. Guys, we're only 25 away 25. from our goal of 200 reviews, again, by our second birthday. So the thing about this is that us, your three cool professors, we've planned your assignments well, and they're due on the same day. And that day is October the 10th. It's true. Nice. I mean, we need you famous before then, but just go with it for the purposes of this moment. 
It's the due date. Yeah. October 10th is our second birthday. We want 200 reviews by that day because that gives us a shot at being officially licensed Rotten Tomatoes movie critics. Please. Which would be a huge dream come true for us. Uh, we would appreciate your reviews more than just about anything on the entire planet. Yeah. And again, the fact that we have 175 blows my mind. Yeah. For real. It's unreal. It's amazing. And not one of them less than five stars yet. It's and true. There's a lot of these people we don't know. Listen, if I just went out and tried to do, like, ask people that I know and force them to do it, yeah, it would be all five stars. Uh, check out the Shadow Pandas review. I thought that was probably the most accurate review of our podcast. I talked about attractiveness of the podcast. And did well, and it made some drew some pretty, I think, striking but accurate conclusions. Those wasn't there one that tugged on your heartstrings though. There was. There was a really, really kind one, and I, I sent a screenshot of it to you guys in our Slack. Uh, and it was the person wrote. Um, it was after our retreat. Yeah, it was after boy, boy time. time. The person wrote, I would say it's the best of its kind, but there's really nothing like it out there. And for whatever reason, that just hit me. And I was like, wow, it, it really does mean the world to us that we get to make something that people love. Yep. Like that and is as, just a huge, a huge piece of creative fulfillment yeah. for me. Yeah. And as he's sharing this, <laughs> I'm reading that review, that screenshot. And I'm like, oh, <laughs> this is the one I myself wrote, <laughs> <laughs> which was sweet because it was like, okay. I can tug at Doja's heartstrings. <laughs> Another confirmation that the three of us are supposed to be doing what we're doing. Yeah. Playing like a heart. We know how we feel about it. <laughs> Hello, um, but you've also, got a Doge. This is so embarrassing for Doge. <laughs> Mortified, actually. Oh, and I felt so. And he was like, I said, hey, man, I think I know why this really touched you. I was like, that was me. And he's like, really? And then the next, you've been in these messages before. The next, like, three or four messages are just all the ha's and lols and lols. <laughs> And like sideways crying, laughing emoji faces. But, <laughs> it was very good. Um, something that happens for teachers, and I think anyone in education, honestly, students too. You, you got to eat. You kind of get that anxiety before the school year starts. You got to eat, like most people do. Right. That's very good. You're really smart. I know stuff. Um, there's this anxiety before classes start, and then classes get going. You're like, heck yes, but something happens really quick, and you feel bad about it. You get exhausted. Mm. Even after a week. Yeah. Like, there's this little window that's like, okay, if I can get past that, I can I can snowball to the end. I just need a day off. I need time off, but I can't because it's the first week of school. Wait, there's Labor Day. That's great. You know who else likes time off? Tell me. Our next movie. <gasps> now, this guy leaves school. I'm not, I'm not encouraging. <laughs> hey, I'm encouraging that. Listen, we're cool professors, but there's rules in place for there's a reason. rules for a reason. Hey, kiddos. students, listen to me. These other two chumps, they think they're cool, but we know what's up. You should skip school. Matthew Broderick, Ferris Bueller's Day Off is our next movie. Oh, yes, I'm so sir. excited. Um, looking at the entire Back to School series, I was just talking to these two about it earlier. This, these are, there's really good school movies out there. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. Because yeah. um, we'll just be halfway, and I'm already sad that we're talking about the second of four. I know. <laughs> Um, but September is going to be fun. So uh, tune in next week for Ferris Bueller's Day Off. We'll take a little break before we get back to school. Guys, I got to get back to class or my mom's going to kill me. <laughs> your mom's your teacher? <laughs> it's homeschool. And class is back in session. We're Yay! back. So this is where sort of the meat of the movie begins to sizzle. On mm. the grill. Mm-hmm. And it, it's not it's a bad metaphor. It's <laughs> a right. bad metaphor. That's great. 
But we're trying to put together the band to make sure that we can go to the Battle of the Bands. We've got some auditions. We've got these sorts of things. And we've got some sneaking around. And so I want to talk about the audition. Yeah. We devise a plan where we've got a security team watching the hallways with some cameras, very sci-fi. You know what this reminded me of? Ferris Bueller's Day Off. Yeah. Yeah. It's very Ferris Buellerian. It is very Buellerian, isn't it? I like that word. And uh, the... (laughs) Isn't it Buellerian? No, I've never seen the movie, and we've said that. Is Buellerian the name of the car in Back to the Future? Yes. Yes. The Buellerian? The Buellerian. Buellerian. Yeah. They're also aliens in Star Trek. Oh, fun. Yes. The Buellerian fleet is attacking. Also that. So um, I love the video of Dewey teaching the class. It's all very silly and fun. Oh, where it's like him FaceTiming or whatever, the recording of him. Yes. The, yes. the, the, the Santa Nina, Marina. The yeah, Pinta, and the, wrong. And the Santa <laughs> That's Marina. That's right. <laughs> That's right. I'm sorry. The Santa. No, it's Maria. Yeah. Very good. But we go to this audition and it's too late. Well, first, Freddie runs off with, is that his old band? It's not. No. Okay. So he ends up in the van with this different band, and uh, he's playing what looks like poker. Sure. With these rowdy adults. He does the thing that we talked about earlier where he comes and rescues Freddy, and he puts the finger right in the well, face. And this, there was an, an, a certain intentionality to this scene, too, to show that this guy who looked very irresponsible is transforming into becoming <laughs> yeah. responsible. Yeah. Strictly out with of rock care for these the kids. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And it's so funny. But- they're turned down for the audition because it's closed. And we get oh, one of the funniest man. scenes in the movie. Where I guess I'll just take him back to the hospital. <laughs> I wanted to apologize. And the good thing is this is, um, what is, uh, what's Miranda Cosgrove's character's name? Summer. Summer. Oh, yeah. This is Summer's idea. So she's starting to buy into this whole thing. And she's like, hey, I, I know just, how we can get. I do want to point out that he says he's from the St. Margarita Hospital. The St. Margarita Hospital. Jeez. They have stichotidomoniosis. It's terminal. All of them. It's a blood disease. But they, Freddie's <laughs> laying dead on the concrete. Yeah. yeah. He does not move. And then when they cheer and he says, you're supposed to be sick, Freddie falls down dead again <laughs> onto the concrete. Yeah, I missed that. How did I miss that? <laughs> he just, it's like he a just, full like, stiff body fall. Yeah, he just, yes. uh, and just drops again. And it's so good. See, it would have, there was a chance for this to be even like a dump or a super dump in this situation. But there's something about the fact that they went ahead and carefully made up something that doesn't exist to be terminal of. Yes. Like if if it was like anything else. Any like yeah. real thing. Yeah, That's like a legitimate, tough. the kind of stuff that tears me up on like, ESPN when it's a Make-A-Wish kind of thing. It's like that would yeah. have instant super dumb. Right, but, yes. Um, they handle it as appropriately as you can for that. Like one big part of comedy and a big part of Jack Black's is kind of not necessarily, he's not a super shock comic, but any kind of shock is the kind of stuff that kind of takes us aback. We're like, yeah, because oh. it's, it's all about the subversion of expectations. Yeah, and your expectation sure. is, oh, they would never do that. And right. they do right. it, but yeah. Well, uh, hey, also here at the audition is where we get um, Dewey's conversation with Tamika, encouraging her. I love of this. Like, yeah. yeah, he's like, he's like, do you like, know who else is chubby? Right. Or has issues with that. Has I don't a, think he ever calls issue. her chubby. Yeah. He calls himself chubby. Yes. But he says, you know who else has a weight issue? But then he's like, he's like, but you have a gift. I love that that is his thing, is like, you have things to offer. And it's not just the musicians. You know, he talks about yeah. these other students that are 
doing the things that he assigned them so well and with such passion. And he's just so like, see, and what felt so good too. And he, Jack Black was coming from a genuine place because he's Jack Black, but it was also like, do you feel like he was also motivated by the fact this young girl has been cast possibly because she's chubby? Like it's, this was written for you because you would be what would be considered chubby. Yes. And he's legit. I feel like in that moment, maybe he's lifting her spirit. That's what I'm saying yeah. is it feels like he's talking to these kids. Yeah. I even feel the same way when he talks to Zach in a little bit about, you know, he sees that Zach's dad is down on him and they do the step up. Yeah. You know, that scene. Oh, I love that. It's that's so good. But like, I even feel a little bit like this kid seems like he's got no confidence. I don't know, man. It, it's just a, so weirdly heartwarming yeah. in ways well, that so, it has no business being. Yeah. I'll tell you too. So my super dump. Okay. So I have seen the musical. and. They were given, yes, they're afforded almost an extra hour to add things. Um, And they do it really well. If if this comes back to Dallas or if it's anywhere near you, uh, Chunky's like, go see it. It's it's really good. Okay, cool. Especially after the refresher of this podcast. Um, But we get almost for every kid a situation like Zach has with his dad. Really? Like every kid has something that is like he has to work through with Dewey adding more of those situations. And I could have used... I wanted some more of that in the movie, but that's only because I saw the musical. Like, that's only because I saw that and was like, You kind of knew what you were missing out on. In the same way that I would watch, you know, the cartoon Lion King and then see the real Lion King and be like, well, you probably should have done this. Like, yeah, that was was off, which is not necessarily fair, but that's my my super dump for this movie. I could have used that for some of our other characters. And they do a really tasteful job of it in in the musical. Sure. No, that's great. So I love that. Um, Dewey takes the principal out to get beers. So good. Yes. This whole scene is... He um, finds out he, she's like Fleetwood Mac. Yeah, specifically Stevie Nicks. Specifically well, Stevie Nicks. It does the movie thing that usually really bothers me of, that's not how beer works. Like she drinks like half a beer and is... I is, thought there was a time jump. I think we're supposed to in, interpret that she starts to lose control of herself. Really? Whenever Stevie Nicks comes on. Maybe it's and not she's the like beer. Maybe it's beer Stevie. Deep. Maybe it is Stevie. Maybe, maybe Stevie just has maybe that mu- power. Maybe like, she's honestly, stuck when in I was that- watching it, I was like, music does to her what it does to Dewey. Like he just yeah, loses maybe it and that's starts it. convulsing. I think that's kind of where I was. They, were, away in that they were supposed to be a love interest. It didn't. It didn't happen though. That was I can written. See that. that was written uh, initially. But I'm glad is that where they give her spider at the end? Probably. Which is so funny. Dig it. Spider is wearing what what Adam described as shoulder chaps. Oh. I call them arm chaps. Dude, that's so funny. Oh, that's so good. Shoulder chaps. Oh, it to me it, it reminded me of like a reverse halter top. I don't know. That's he all needs I have. to be on Fury Road. Is all I think. Yes. 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 His, he like, needs to be drinking some guitar guy. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. His body rolls were slaying me. Yeah. But Joan Cusack here in, in this bar, and honestly, from this point on, for the rest of the movie, is. I see why she was giving your super pump a run for its money. Yeah, dude. She's so good. She's good. Her her scene in the car when he's singing and she's like, Can you can you please stop that? Yeah. <laughs> like, it's just like just a little too far. Just a little too far for mm-hmm. her. Which is so good. But he ends up at parents' night. He is invited to and attends parents' night. And I have a hard time right here at this point in the podcast because this scene is brilliant. It is also my super dump. Okay. Okay. There would have been far more consequences. Right. For what he has done. Right, 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 right. Than what we are faced with. Right. And I know it's a silly movie about a rock and roll man. Yeah. 
who follows his rock and roll dreams with his rock and roll van. But this whole thing is where like any logic flies out the window. Oh, Not yeah. that this movie's based on a whole lot. Oh yeah, but right, like right, right. It just becomes a little difficult for me to be like, he's just allowed to go back home. He just grabs his two guitars and runs away. What about his drums? Fun scene though. I love the hallway. Yeah, it's guitar yeah. Well, and the the self implosion while he's trying to explain himself to the parents is very funny. Yeah, and um, if written today, perhaps a little tasteless. Right. Perhaps, but at the time, funnier. Yes, um, it's also good, but it, it it is the only, and I mean this genuinely, the only part of the movie that doesn't quite work for me. Yep, yep, I dig it. I feel that I dump on that too, and it's tough with a comedy and and a Jack Black comedy. Like that wouldn't be anybody's super dump in Nacho Libre, something that's unrealistic. Right, so like a corn cob thrown at that velocity would not right. go through someone's head. Although maybe, I mean maybe. And gosh, that's so funny. <laughs> it is. I'd hide. Dump, dump on. That was the biggest. Sh- yeah, so funny. Dump on Patty because she's a jerk. Turning him in. Yeah. Jerk. Oh, yeah. Narc. Sarah, no, narc. Such a narc. <laughs> but he goes to bed and the parents are not happy the next morning. No. And the kids are like, so he lied. But this is still important to us. Yeah. Here's my super dump. And mainly just because I have to super dump on something, and I don't. Is it I, them I getting think the this bus? movie's perfect. Who's driving this bus? Oh, is that yeah. dude? Is Who that is dude? that guy? <laughs> That's <was> funny. <laughs> what what bus driver's like? He, where's your teacher? He walks. It, Jack Black walks in the bus, and the bus driver goes, "Hey, Mister S." Who is that guy? <laughs> That's funny. I didn't even think of that. Maybe I mean, he's the ghost of rock and roll past. Maybe we're supposed. To, maybe we're supposed to infer that he's like made friends with him at the whenever he's like. Uh, to use the verb you coined last week, whenever he's swoozing those teachers yeah. at lunch, maybe he made friends with this bus Which driver. Which those are some fun scenes. Kyle, really the other fun. half of Tenacious D, is in one of them, but he is he is not... Is there he? is a teacher that looks like him, yeah, it's but not there's him. an even shorter scene that has like a security, like a PD, campus PD guy. Really? Okay. Tiny. I, catch I don't that. even think he's actually credited, but... Yeah, I know. I love, we talked about it a little bit last week, but the, those who can't do, teach. Yeah. Those who can't teach, teach gym. Oh, and they love it. It's also it. good. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, no, I hear you on the school bus thing. It, again, it's this whole little like three minute section where it's like, eh, we're just it trying to like, get to the thing. It feels like we wrote the end, we wrote the middle, and we're like, how do we get there? How do we stick them together? Yeah. But they go to the show. Mm. Prayer to the Gods of Rock. Yeah. and So good. <laughs> hands in the middle. Um, our costume friend has made essentially Angus Young. Yeah. The shorts with yeah. the jacket. I mean, yeah. it's perfect. Yeah. With the school uniforms. I yeah. love that there's a kid like running lights. Well, the graphics is so fun too. Yeah. The little snake that comes out and like yeah. bites it to be good. Like it's not HG, which uh, Horace Green is actually based off of, I think, Horace Mann, which is an actual... Uh, prep school oh, like no that, that had a reputation for like strictness and every wow. kid that comes out of there goes to Harvard and not that those don't exist everywhere. Sure. Yeah. But there That's was cool. a specific relation to Mike White who knew about that. And he's like, no We're way. Gonna make, I'm going to make this school. So I had no idea. Yeah. That's awesome. Um, Dewey's old band plays first, which they're good. Yeah. Don't, don't hate their music. It's a, it's a little nickelbacky for me, but it's not bad. <laughs> yeah, the body rolls, man. I can't get yeah. over Spider's body rolls. It's too good. It's really funny. So they get they they get off. The, the parents show up with the principal, and the, 
The security guard at the show has one of my favorite lines in the movie. It's totally throwaway, just random. But the parents are like, those are our kids in there. We got to get in there. He goes, you're breaking my heart. Tickets are over your shoulder. (laughs) It's so funny. Yeah. But then, so one of my favorite scenes in this whole movie is when Dewey looks at the band and he says, we only get one song. Yeah. And I think it's Zach's. Yeah, great. This is this is the switch for him, like his ultimate. It's not about me. The, yeah, it's about but, the kids, and it's the reverse of the beginning. You're exactly yeah. right. Yeah. It is. He apologizes to them on the bus for taking advantage. Like we're good now. Like like Dewey and the kids are good. Yeah, he doesn't have. He's not doing this to Zach to make up for anything. Yep. He is showing Zach that he truly believes that he has written the better song. Yep. Well, and his whole like his whole journey is like, how do I honor and empower the people in my band so that they never get kicked out and feel like I felt? Right. It's like there's no reason for that to be so cohesively structured throughout this movie. Yeah, you know, know what I mean? I know. Yeah. This scene is when I had decided my super pump. Um, and it is I would say that I would say honestly the top thing. You know, we talked about it. If you don't have Jack Black, you can't make the movie. Absolutely. No way. But also I think the movie would have been much worse if they actually had kids that didn't play those instruments. Yes. And that sounds kind of picky. No. But there would be something about it not seeming genuine that would make the end so silly. I was looking at it and I was like, this grown man is in a rock show with a bunch of kids, like supposed to be like 10-year-olds to like 12-year-olds. And I'm down. I'm like, this could happen. Well, because it's not they're actually playing. if it's actually happening right, in front exactly. of you. Right, yeah. exactly. They're actually playing. And right. that was a huge deal for me. And well, I was like, that, that it couldn't have been this without it. I think you lose some of the heart when you lose those moments where it feels like Jack is talking to the actors. Yeah. And if they're not musicians, then those lessons don't well, I think make sense. I mean, that's maybe that's what we, the three of us, define as the like heart of a movie and the thing that makes it so heartwarming because we feel that about Fast and Furious. And it's because those guys and gals in that movie are they feel that way about each other offset you know what i mean like vin vin truly believes that these other actors are his family (laughs) right well in the same way that dom toretto does right right i think it's (laughs) it's similar to like you don't need that for a movie to be heartwarming but when the lesson of the movie is not applicable in everyday life you do yeah so fast and furious is like i'm not gonna go steal a bunch of cars and i don't necessarily think that everybody that helps me pull off a job is my family but I can appreciate the love that they all have for each other in yeah. real life and, and in the movie. Same with School of Rock. I don't plan on making a band with a bunch of 10-year-olds. It's because you're you're not willing to stick it to the man. We'll see what happens. But I can appreciate, like, the connection that they all have. Yeah. And yeah. I think that's the difference. So I, I'm with you, and, and I also have to say my super pump is here. And it is, this is a cop-out, but it's so real to me. It's the entire finale of this movie. Oh, sure. That's not a cop-out. The, the last show, the Battle of the Bands, everything. Yeah. Is so good. I mean, the music writing too, which I think Jack Black had a big role in. It's a great song. It's a good song. Like you don't, you don't get that stuck in your head because it's like, you're like awesome, cheesy. It's kind of like how I feel about Powerline. Like there's some legitimately good songs in Goofy movie. Yeah. So it's like, it's one of those. It had that vibe. Completely. um, To where I was like, just really well written. I mean, it wouldn't, I don't think it would have been a musical, like a highly produced Broadway show if the music wasn't good, right? Yeah. So I agree with you. Yeah. Yeah. And it's just on top of that, it's fun. And it's the culmination of everything that we've been waiting for the whole movie. Yes. And then we get the transition to finding out that he has maintained his relationship by starting a school of rock. Right. And they don't win yeah. the, I think it's a yeah, big deal that it, they don't I win. I like that actually, yeah. that they aren't winners. It's a rocky it's to say, situation. Yes, yeah. absolutely. Um, 
they aren't winners, but they get the encore call. They do get the encore and call. And we get to watch the parents realize, like, how talented and amazing their kids are. Mm-hmm. I think that's a big deal. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and then we get to see Ned teaching little kids guitar, which is the sweetest thing. When we see the photo of the band that they had, which I can't, I wish I could remember the name of the band that Ned and Dewey were in. Oh, yeah. Because it's really funny and really morbid. But it's Mike White, Jack Black, and the director. The third one is actually the director. Oh, really? In that, like, rock and roll makeup. Cool. Yeah, which I thought was a fun little That's bit. awesome. That's super cool. And then we get the, the credits, which is Jack and the kids from the band just kind of noodling. I watched the whole credits. Oh, yeah. yeah. Last time, yeah. I, like, I, it's like MCU. Get through all that so I can see the, the end scenes, post-credit scenes, and School of Rock. Just yep. so I can see him with these <clears throat> yeah. kids. Which well, feels like, it, I mean, it looks like one shot. Right, I think I mean, it is. I think it they is. edited that at yeah. all because you can. I love when the girls are laughing when he's having them like try and uh, echo his riffs. Yes. Oh so it's so sweet. if you haven't watched the ten year reunion of the cast, which I haven't, I'm gonna do that right. You after have this. to, yeah, because it's awesome. they remake this, but it's not the same. Like it's the same. Like jam. What was this for? And they're singing. It was just a ten year. Re- it was at some. It was in Austin, and it was for some like film music festival type oh, thing. Oh, fine. And the movie had been out for ten years, so they got everybody. I mean, it's the whole cast. It's everybody, not it's the just whole the band. band. Yeah. And they so just the band comes out and does Zach's song, mm-hmm. and it's awesome. But then they have everyone come out and do this at the end. They're like, they're like the concert's almost over. Like they do that, and like all the girls are there, and he gives them all solos, and they all he's like repeat after me, and he has. You know, Freddie do the drums. Come Zach, on. Like, it's, they all look older. It's really it's cool. Really it's so fun. It's really sweet. I love that. So if you haven't seen that, you need to check it out. It's super awesome. Speaking of things that we need to do, we need to rate. Rate this movie. Oh, man. Much like the teach at Horace Green, we here at Two Chunks have used science. Love it. From prep school. Yeah. To create the scientific cinema scale, the perfect way to rate movies. And no way it better. is as follows. The best thing we can ever say about a movie is own it. Don't lend it. Buy, buy that, that poster. poster. The next best thing, that's a buy it. After that's rent it. Followed by stream it and then forget it. And last, but certainly least, the worst thing we could ever say about a movie. God, God hath forsaken, forsaken us. us. I'm gonna go first. Because I'm gonna be bold. I'm going to step out of my truth. And my truth is that if I'm looking inside of myself, this movie is honestly an own it, don't lend it, buy that poster. Yeah. I I didn't think it would be when I started it yesterday. Mm -hmm. I mean, I've seen it a million times. But I was like, I was like, I love this movie. And then it finished. I was like, no, I like love this movie. Yeah. I had to think really hard for a super dump. This movie's great. Yeah. And I mean, when we're doing this podcast, we're not doing like, what is the collective opinion of right. everything that I've looked into? It's like my opinion. Yeah. My and God. my opinion for School of Rock is also own it, don't leave Yay! it, buy the poster. I could not, I guarantee you, maybe not 100% of the time, because maybe I had gas or something, I stopped smiling. <laughs> but like, I have the biggest grin on my face from beginning to the end. Whole movie. And there is not a scene that I go. Like you've got your you've got your bathroom break scenes to where you're like, let's keep this running. I'll need those what two minutes later, so I'll just keep the movie running. Like, I had to pause. It's a pause movie. There's like nothing. If I'm I leaving the room, I'm pausing it yep. because I love everything about it. It is Jack Black is so incredibly unique. 
and this is so good for him. But in a, it's a movie that could have all it done could have only been used to glorify the man that is Jack Black. But like, instead, let's let's give him this pedestal, which it did in a way. But instead, it had heart. Like yes. it's it had room for heart, and it had a really good story, and it was actually produced well. Like it's a well produced movie. Yeah. And then Joan Cusack, and like I mean, there's even people that could stand toe-to-toe with him because I just feel like the vibe of the set was really good with this whole thing. But yeah, by the poster. Uh, So School of Rock has one of my favorite movie memories around it. Uh, And this was not the... So we watched it for the podcast, not the time before that, but the time before that that I watched this movie. Uh, It was late one night and my brother and I were scrolling through Netflix. We're like, let's just watch the beginning of School of Rock. Like, I want to watch him do that stage dive and fall. Watch the entire yep. thing. Yep. We got to the end and we're like, let's just watch it again until he does that long solo in class and sings his new song. We watched it two times in a row oh, all yeah, the way you through. Did. That's amazing. This is maybe, I'm going to say some wild stuff. This is maybe the easiest poster I have ever given a movie. Wow. Yeah. I love this movie so much. I, I could not think of anything wrong with this movie, anything I would change about this movie. This is just an absolute joy to watch. Isn't it wild that one of our biggest agreed upon poster <laughs> movies is School of Rock with Jack Here's Black? the thing. I know each of us pretty well. Yeah, I guess it's not that, that wild. That's 100% right. Yeah. Right, for sure. When we were, during boy time, when we were trying to basically decide what we're doing for the rest of the year, we were pretty set on back to school. And there we were looking at several lists. You Google like top, top movies set in high schools. And I was looking at high schools first. Then when I clicked schools, the lists started to show School of Rock. And I might have been the one that said, guys. You were. Yeah. Like I paused and like looked at both of them because I just knew. I don't think we've ever talked about the movie together before. I don't know that we have. But I just uh, had an idea that, yeah, we're going to feel really strongly about it. I was like, yeah. School of Rock. And everyone's like, yeah, oh. that's it. Obviously. Yeah, week one. Yeah, we're absolutely doing that. And so, yeah, what a blast. It is one of the highest rewatchable movies we have ever reviewed on this podcast. Mm. The only movie we've reviewed on this podcast that I've ever watched back to back, like two times, well, Fred Claus. <laughs> <laughs> wanted to watch two times in a row. Yeah. yeah, for me, it's this and Endgame, but that's just because scheduling, <laughs> that's I right. didn't know no, it good. was going to happen. <laughs> so a little bit more of a time commitment. But Well, please don't forget to tune in next week yeah. as we review the second movie in our Bike to School series, Ferris Bueller's Day Off. It's going to be awesome. John Hughes, let's do it. Chicago, baby. Chicago, baby. Also, rate and review and subscribe to our podcast. Do your homework. It's school time. That's your homework. Do your homework. You're going to get a bad grade. That's assumed. You'll never go to college if you get a bad grade. you got to turn it in. Yeah, you'll never see me. All right, everybody, stop packing up. Stop packing up. It's not three o'clock yet. All right, now you may go. (laughs) And as we finish up here, I'd like for us each to say our name and our favorite school lunch item from childhood. No brainer. I knew immediately. When you said favorite school, I knew at that point. I also knew. Is it going to be the same thing? I think so. For two chunks and a hunk, I'm Jordan Wonders. It's got to be that rectangle pizza, baby. I'm Doge, and my high school <laughs> had Fazoli's. What? Yeah. Like in once, it? Once, no, not in it. Oh. Yeah, I went to high school in a mall. Yeah, I had a food court. It was amazing. 
<laughs> no, we had Fazoli's come in. Like they'd give like a form at the beginning of every nine weeks. Be like, what days do you want lunch? And some days was Pizza Hut. And what some days, days do was you Fazoli. want lunch? What, what an heck? awful place. I'm what kidding. You bring your lunch. <laughs> what days would you like us to feed you? I'm kidding. Yeah. Fazoli's, really? Fazoli's, yeah. Got that lasagna. I mean, mine is. Mine's the rectangle it's pizza. It's got to be the rectangle pizza, right? With the cubed pepperoni. Hey, did they always serve it with corn for you guys? No. Pizza from another dimension yeah. is what it was. And it was perfect. And it is it's it is why I am a pizza folder from day one. It was the perfect pizza to fold. Interesting. And much like you would put the donia sauce on a taco deli taco, Certainly. I would put the ranch sauce right there in the middle, fold it like a taco. I want a calzone so bad right now. <laughs> What's a calzone? I'm kidding. <laughs> I know, I just described it's a folded pizza. But yeah, you got to have that. It's 8.55 a.m. I want pizza. With some 2% milk. I was a chocolate milk guy. I was a lunch chocolate milk boy. Couldn't, I still couldn't, can't do chocolate milk. And I, I enjoy, I can drink it. It just never, it's not even a top, top Interesting. Three. Yeah, they always served corn with our pizza and it was very strange. That is weird. We got, we got bread sticks with the fazolis and I would have those and a pib extra. Dude, Ooh. what the heck? Your school is great. <laughs> yeah, that's amazing. Today, oh, no. filet mignon. <laughs> Guys, we're going to be late for our next class. Oh, shoot. We got to get out of here. Support for this podcast and the following message come from Corient. Corient provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Corient has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Corient has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Corient has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of plan investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Corient's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Corient.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Corient.com. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator.